What's up, guys? Welcome back to 90 Day Fiance, Crazy in Love, the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. If her clitoris is on fire, I'd <laughs> recommend she get it checked out by a doctor. <laughs> the one and only Teresa. What an opening. Well, hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? <laughs> Caught you off guard there. Slightly. Caught you off guard. Yeah, I uh, I went for it. I definitely went for it on that you one. Did. I went back and forth on whether or not I should go for it, whether I should come out of the gate so aggressive. But then I thought, hey, it's a PSA for all of those whose clitorises are on fire right now. Because if they are, you should get it checked out by a doctor. Do not fire up FaceTime and say, I think we should have some sex right now. No, you should go see a gynecologist. Unless your clit- clitoris is on fire <laughs> because of you are so ready for the sexy time. Yes, and I think, unfortunately, you know? that is you what know? Angela meant. <laughs> um, but either way, I hope you're doing okay over there. I hope nothing is burning too much. Oh, it's burning when you know. You oh, know. Hello. Hello. You know when. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on very quickly. Guys, if you want to follow us on social media, you can do that. You totally can, and I recommend you do. It's a great time on Instagram. If you want to follow us there, at 90 Day Crazy in Love. Just type that in, you'll find us, and boom, we'll be friends. We'll be connected. Yeah, guys, follow us, talk to us, message us, look at our memes, and most importantly, Join our Sunday Night Lives. We had a Sunday Night Live. This last. Past, this past Sunday. Yeah, last night. And it was a good old time. It was a really good one. What was good about it, besides the two of us and you guys, obviously, you guys who joined, Mama Gwen. Oh, yeah. Made was an in appearance. The chat, made an appearance. Was answering our questions. So that was fun. We had some questions for sure Mm -hmm. about that segment and she was nice enough to answer them for us yeah it's nice to have someone from uh you know the cast who's actually doing it right now Mm who knows what's happening who knows the behind the scenes and can kind of like tell us since we already watched it yeah just enough just enough yeah so thank you mama gwen for jumping in the chat that was fun if you guys aren't joining our sunday night lives i do think you are Officially missing out. You are missing out. Especially because now we're not posting them after the fact. They are purely live. Mm-hmm. And if you were a part of this past live, you'll know why. Things got a little X-rated. <laughs> Things got a little loose. Now that we know we're not going to post them for everyone, you know, who, who's ever there? I had no makeup on. I was oh, just wild. Well, come on. We're trying to get people to join the live. <laughs> she had a lot. of. She looked very good. She Thank little, you. Thank yeah, you. Just the right amount. <laughs> anyway, that's... On Instagram at 90 Day Crazy in Love. Also, make sure you're following us on Apple. Follow us on Spotify. Wherever you are listening, follow this podcast. All you have to do is look down and smash that follow button. Hey guys, smash it like it's hot. Boom. The follow button, guys. The Sta- follow button. Smash it like it's on fire. Like it's Angela's clitoris. Clitoris. <laughs> uh, I like when you say it better. <laughs> to be honest. Don't say it again. That was that was not. Okay. Okay. I just, I like when you say it better. Um, yeah, smash it like it's hot. <laughs> and lastly, if you could take 10, 20 seconds and leave a review, a rating or a review or both, let us know what you think about the show. Just say hello, whatever. We love it. It means a lot. It helps the podcast. So if you could just take a few seconds out of your day and do that, it goes a long way. Very, very true. And we love it and we appreciate it. 
We love it so much. I'm going to read one right now. Oh, I'm going to read. Yeah, I'm going to read one right now that we got. It's a beauty of a review. It's Ooh. an absolute beauty. It comes from Genty48, who gives five stars. Nice. Okay, we love the five stars. Thank you, Genty. The best of the best, she writes. The best of the best, which she clarifies in her review. I, I got it, Genty. I don't know if everyone else did. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> As Oswela would say, this podcast is the best of the best. Keep up the good work, you guys. Loving Throwback Thursday, too. So a fan of the journey. Nice. A fan of the journey. Thank you. Thank you. Genty 48. Thank you for that beautiful review. And if you guys haven't left one, be like Genty. Please be like Genty. Be like Genty and leave Thank you, Genty. That was so sweet. Uh, Thank you for the, the support. The best of the best. Okay. So that takes care of the housekeeping. That means we can move on to the next Clean house. Let's move on to one of my favorite segments. Oh, oh. We're talking about 90 Day, by the way. Yes. All right. Well, let, let me first preface this with slow news week. Okay. Okay. A little bit of a slow news week, but I think I got one good one. Just one? I mean, I got two. Good. One good one. Or let's do it. Okay. We all know Stepanka, right? Mm-hmm. Stephanie from Stephanie and Erica. Yeah. We know her as a 90 dayer, obviously. She's also a successful YouTuber and an OnlyFans creator. I feel like she is mostly an OnlyFans creator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the rest just follows. Okay. Well, recently, some of her earliest content has resurfaced. And it's not video content. Hmm. It is written content. The written word. Interesting. She published a book back in 2015. She did? Mm-hmm. Book about what? Mm-hmm. Okay. The title is Mean Boys and Memories, a compilation of my most outrageous, hideous, and embarrassing stories. Four stars on Amazon. How many reviews? 76 reviews on really? Amazon. Yes. Wow, that's not bad, actually. It's pretty good. And Amazon is kind enough to give a page preview, so I was able to read a little bit of this book. Didn't have to pay for it, just a touch, just enough. Okay, just a tip, just to get a taste. And I thought I would read to the class. Do it. I thought I would read to the class. Do it. This excerpt, is a good one. This is a good one. From Mean Boys and Memories, a compilation of my most outrageous, hideous, and embarrassing stories. Okay, here's just a page. She says, but let's focus on my main dream, my main reason for having an existence on this planet. Dating a musician. My logic in freshman year was that it didn't matter how awkward or unattractive a guy was. If you took a guy who was normally a 5 out of 10 and dangled a guitar around his shoulders, gave him a lip ring and a messy shoulder-length haircut, you'd now have a solid 8 out of 10. She's very into this. this uh, interesting. What's more interesting to me is that she went to college. What? Did I say college? You said something about a club. Oh, freshman. I think freshman, freshman year. Yeah, high school. Oh, high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, She goes on and says, I would search far and wide for this unicorn of a man. And finally, after my lifelong existence spent yearning for him, I would now find him. It was 10 o'clock and I was spending my Friday night at a local abandoned plaza. This was a place where all the cool kids hung out and smoked their illegally bought packs of Newport cigarettes. It's very specific. Uh, The plaza was a dead zone, mostly because it had been bought out by some tycoon in Nevada that refused to allow any businesses to open up there. All there was was a moldy-smelling movie theater, a sandwich shop, and a laundromat. 
that's where I'm going to stop reading. But I'm sort of intrigued. I am not. Okay. Okay. I want to know what happens with this lip-pierced guy with shoulder-length messy hair and a hmm. guitar strap. How many pages does the book have? I don't know. Hmm. Probably too many. Probably too many. But I thought it was interesting. She wrote a book. It's actually free if you have Kindle Unlimited, so you can check it out if you want without having to pay mm. for it. Uh, know the day Albert Buzzy Bear was boss. I'll say it's it's not that quality of a read, if you remember the other Stephanie's oh. writing the day <laughs> Albert Buzzy Bear was a boss. But you know what? Nothing, nothing is at that caliber. Okay, so that's, by the way, number one. That was pretty, was pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. By the way, number two. Mm-hmm. Love and Paradise debuted on Sunday. Oh, yeah. It was good. It, it was good. It was good. We watched it. Oh, yeah. We watched it. If you don't have Discovery Plus, the reasons to get Discovery Plus are adding up because this, this brought me back to somewhat original 90. It Why? Felt, it felt authentic. It felt fresh. And of course, it's a new cast of characters, right? Fresh faces, fresh places. True. Entirely. So, entirely. And I guess you would say it could be before the 90 day. Anyway, so I feel like I misunderstood the concept. I thought the Americans are moving to the island. That's yep. not necessarily true. Not Some of them are going there to finalize the K-1 visa, hoping to bring the foreigner back to the U.S. So I almost feel like maybe eventually they'll end up on the 90-day. That's a good OG. point. They could cross over. So, I, but I liked it. I liked it too. I did wonder why did Discovery Plus decide to do this Caribbean edition? Because it could have very well just been before the 90-day mm -hmm. or 90-day. Something new. Something new. New attracts people. Yes. And so does the uncensoredness of this because this isn't an ad for Discovery Plus. It's not. I wish it was. It's not. We're doing this <laughs> out of the goodness of our hearts because we want to give you the best trash we can. It was uncensored. So uncensored. Boops everywhere. In the first five minutes, nips in my face. <laughs> nips absolutely in my face. And not not Angela in the bathtub nips like these were. Caribbean nips. Nobler. Nobler. A lot of nips, also a lot of abs. Mm -hmm. I felt a little ashamed of myself watching this show going, okay, everyone has a six pack. Men, women, everyone, have a, everyone has a six pack. I mean, listen, if you are just working at the, on the beach or basically doing, I don't want to say doing nothing, but being outside all the time and wearing bathing suits all That's the time. You will, you will work out. You That's will work out more. <laughs> what do you mean I would work out? I said you would work yes. out more. Yes, clear distinction. <laughs> so we're not going to be covering Love in Paradise. There's just not enough time in the week, but we will be enjoying it. That's mm -hmm. for sure. It leads me to part two of, by the way, number two, Darcy and Stacy is back. Okay, Darcy and Stacy, our girls are back. And so will our coverage of this show. Yes. Okay, because come on, not enough time in the week. We got the Happily Ever After. We've got our journey, mm -hmm. which is wrapping up, but we wrapping still up. have that. And now we have Darcy and Stacey. Yeah. Oof. So it's going to be a crazy few weeks, these next couple ones. But 
just another reason to make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast because exactly there's a lot coming at you. You don't want to have to think about it. You want to be subscribed and know when Darcy and Stacy drops, I'm getting it. When Nicole and Azen drops, I'm getting it. Right. So let's say it one more time. Smash that sub. No, smash that follow button. Smash the follow button. Jeez. Call myself. Smash it like it's hot. Call myself. As hot as Angel's clitoris. Oh my gosh. Why don't you stop? (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about the nipples from Love and Paradise, and that had me all hot and bothered. Out of control. Out of control. Out of control. Okay. Now that we have done our by the ways, we can talk about the reason we are here. And the reason we are here is Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, happily ever after. Question mark. mark. And I thought this was a fantastic episode. It was. I thought this was a capital F, A N. I was a fan of this episode. Fantastic okay. episode. <laughs> when you said capital F, I was like, I know. capital F for duck? Duck? Like fuck? Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, well, I thought you were thinking capital F like fail. But no, I thought this was an A, not an A plus episode. This was an A minus episode. Shout it was out, pretty good. Shout out to Kalani's mm-hmm. rating of Asuelu, which we'll get to. I thought it was very good. We opened it up as we always do in the Sunday Night Live and asked for everyone's opinion. Overwhelmingly positive feedback for this mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you and I, we... Felt very strongly about his episode. We both gave it four out of five. Yeah. So not a perfect score. Always room for improvement. Always. But this, this had some stuff. This had some stuff. Let's talk about it. Let's start with the one and only Clitoris on fire. Oh my God. She cannot stop saying it. Angela and Michael. Oh my gosh, she cannot stop. I've created a monster. You have. An absolute clitoris monster. You know that's a medical term, right? Clitoris? Isn't it? I mean, it's not a medical term. It is. It's just the proper name for, it's an anatomical term. Like what would be like the slang name for it? I'm not going to say it. Short, shorten it, but don't shorten it. Shorten it, but don't shorten it. In your head, shorten it. Clit? Stop it. <laughs> is that it? Can Apple cancel us? Because I think we might be canceled. Wait, this wait. Episode. Is that Stop it? Stop saying it. I don't, I'm, Children I'm, listen to this. Children listen like, to this. Is that it? Yes. Really? Stop. I had no idea. Stop. Guys, if the accent didn't give it away, let me remind you one more time. She is very foreign. Very foreign. Doesn't know what flies over here in the States. And sometimes she just bursts out. Well, how would someone shorten it? Um, I'm not going to get into that. We have to, we have a lot we have to dig through with Angela and Michael. I'm not going to create more issues for us to discuss. Can I just add to it just a little, just a little oh, bit, right? Oh, it better be worth right? it. Because oh, it's like a medical uh, term. It's not a medical term. Well, That's like saying <laughs> uh, meniscus is a medical term. I don't or, even know what that is. It's another part of the body. It's an anatomical yeah, like, term. Like, I'm not going to say like, oh. I mean, penis is not the medical uh, term. But I'm not going to say, oh, look at that peen. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, but it does no. sound dirtier. Does it? It sounds a little bit dirtier. <laughs> <laughs> what if the doctor was like, all right, let's uh, check for your hernia. Drop your pants. Let's see your peen. <laughs> it's so much dirtier. You would get a new doctor. You would get a new doctor. Well, I wouldn't because I don't have the peen. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying if your doctor 
if your gynecologist walked in <laughs> wanted to assess what was going down there and she shortened it, you would get up and leave, I would hope. Yes, but again, I don't have a peen, so yes. this situation will uh, never happen. I want to say we can move on and it's going to get better, but it's not because we have to talk about Angela and Michael. So let's just let's just do it. I think this podcast is canceled anyways. This is probably the last one. Oh, stop it. After you said that word 19 times. Let's move. Let's move. Again, on. I don't think it's bad. Again, she's foreign. Guys, give her a break. Okay? <laughs> give her a break. How do you say how do you say vagina in Czech? Vagina. Oh my god. <laughs> it's very similar. <laughs> so, it's, it's, and yeah. like clitoris, you say clitoris. Okay. You just pronounce the R. You just roll that R. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. The Andre of clitoris. A penis, okay. you say penis. Okay. All you these guys words got, are you guys got real clever. With well, your... because I feel like anyone can bang without words. So you mm. might as well have... Just borrow? You know, yeah. Okay. Just the same thing. Guys, this was not a planned segment. Uh, Sexy sex the segment. Ed, sex ed the segment. Sexy time the segment. It was not a planned segment. Let's move on to the planned segment. Yeah, let's move on. Angela and... And I said that again as almost a palate cleanser. Okay, that was almost a palate cleanser. Me yelling out, Michael, we have now forgotten everything we've discussed and we can move forward. Let's do it. Fresh slate. Okay, Angela's at home with a glass of wine and a pack of cigarettes, clearly following the post-surgery protocol that her doctor has given her. Oh, she never, she never even tried. Like, I don't believe it. The second she put jelly into her smoothie and then she smoked a cigarette, I was like... Mm, that is not what the doctor meant. I mean, the jelly is probably the healthiest thing in this equation. Maybe the wine, you know, glass a day keeps yeah. the doctor away. Um, that's what I tell myself. The wine's probably okay in comparison to the cigarettes. True. But yeah, you're drinking, you're smoking. This is not about health. But it's been two weeks since her and Michael broke up, so... She's stressed. She's stressed. She's a little stressed. Mm-hmm. She's using two vices. Mm-hmm. To cure that stress, her alcohol and yep. her cigarettes. She's got a third vice and she wants to introduce it to the, into the equation. Psychics. She wants to bring that in. She thinks if she gets psychic Tracy and Michael and her together on a Skype, well, we can get to the bottom of some things and mm-hmm. we can smooth it all out. Oh, Angela, I was just happy that for this segment, she sent the kids inside. Oh, yeah, and I was happy were- she had her clothes on, so we're both happy. <laughs> because I was like, mm, glad she did that because that was not... It was not PG? PG, yes. Yeah, her you. life is not PG, though. So those kids, those kids have seen a lot. Oh, they definitely those kids have, have yeah. seen a lot. So surprisingly, Michael agrees to this psychic, this Skypic reading. I think it was Zoom, but let's okay. keep going. Maybe well, it wasn't. Who knows? Either way, it was virtual. And it's like, hi, who just joined the reading? Hi, Michael, you're on mute. Michael, you're on <laughs> mute. I was like, can you do a psychic reading over Zoom? I guess it's all BS anyway, so yeah. I mean, I've done it. Yeah. Not, not over Zoom. I've done it in person 11 years ago. A long time ago. I hope it was your first and your last. It was. We was, asked on the Sunday Night Live. I was the only one, wasn't I? You were the only person. Yeah, I maybe think. one one other person did it, but yeah. one person said, and I'm sorry, I forget your name. Hit the nail on the head. Yeah, and was like the primary 
target audience for psychics is just heartbroken oh, women. Oh, 800 percent. That's or, what Angela is in or, this moment. Or confused people, which was me. I wasn't heartbroken. Got it. I was just confused and I was kind of lost. Mm-hmm. And my best friend, who believes in all these kind of things, went to see this old gypsy. Okay. Who apparently is like the best. She talks to celebrities in the Czech Republic too. And she lived, you know, two towns over. Yeah. So my friend went and she's like, she's amazing. Like everything she says just makes sense. Like go. And just to let you know what was going on in my life. I was 20 years old, going to college for something I didn't care about. Right. I applied to be an old pair in America, but I wasn't matching with any families, like anyone I liked, like there was nothing going on. I was lived back with my parents because unfortunately my money situation wasn't okay. So I couldn't live with my best friend anymore. Mm-hmm. So that this whole thing was just a disaster. I was back home. I was borrowing money from my mom, trying to find a job, right? Long story short, went to see that gypsy. Yeah. A few things she said, were actually like, did happen, I'm going to say. And a few things, the rest she said didn't make any sense, right? Yeah. As an example, she said, she doesn't see me living in the Czech Republic ever. She sees me here and there. She sees me coming for a visit. She doesn't see me living here, which at the moment I was like, that's that's BS. Like, I'm trying to go away for a year, right? Sure. And then she said, and this was September. She said, oh, by the end of the year, you're going to be gone, right? I came to the U.S. at the beginning of December. I finally found a family in November. Whoa. I came over here. She said, I'm going to marry a guy who's going to just finish with like a long-term relationship. Uh-huh. He's going to be a little older than me. But she said seven years older. Mm. You're four years older. Mm, she's not good at math. Not good like at me. math. She's not good yeah. at math. Right? Yeah. So I was like, all these things didn't make any sense 11 years ago, right? I was like, uh, sure, sure, right? Um, but then she said, oh, and your brother, something, something. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm the only child guy. So I was like, I don't think that's really true, right? That's kind of a big one to get yeah. wrong. And then she said a few things that didn't make any sense and never happened. And I kind of like gave her a hint about something that she used towards my mom who went to see her after me. Mm-hmm. So and my I mean, mom doesn't believe in that stuff at all. She just was Do you believe curious. in it? No, no, I don't. And that's how it works is she threw out a smattering yeah. of readings and a couple actually came true in a way and a couple didn't. And she could have given that same reading to a different person and maybe the other ones would have come Very out true. true. And the other ones, so come on. But it gave me hope and it happened so i feel like in that sense i was almost like okay okay i'm still miserable she didn't you know nothing has changed that moment but i was like by the end of the year i'm gonna match with a family by the end of the year hopefully you know i'll i'll be in the u.s yeah and i and it happened right so i appreciated the hope and that's the positive side i would say about psychics is sure one it's entertainment for some and two Provides hope. What's wrong with hope? For Nothing sure. wrong with a little bit of hope. I don't know about Psychic Tracy. I've seen her around the block once or twice in the TLC world and the other worlds. To me, it looked like she was reading a script. Oh yeah, when she was talking, like I could do, I could do her job. She was looking down to the right the entire time she spoke. How are you reading someone if you're just looking down, not at cards? The cards were in her hand or whatever. She was looking down. 
what I thought was a script. Listen, yeah. I can also wrap a bandana around my head, watch the previous seasons, yeah. and then talk to the cast members, telling them what's going on in their life. Oh, yeah. She you got can that, kind of figure it out. She got that outfit on the clearance rack at Party City. She Probably. Go, she goes in November 1st yeah. after Halloween, grabs that costume. The gypsy and costume. She, and she's good for a year, and then she'll oh, re-up yeah. with the next year. She keeps it fresh. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't buying it. I have a question for you that yeah. I was going to ask you yesterday and I forgot. Okay. Right? So I'm going to ask you live. Oh, you ready? Here we go. What's her accent? She's, Is she even in the U.S.? She's British. She's No, she's, no, she's, she's not. She's, oh, she's absolutely a Brit. She's a Brit. Yeah. No, she's not. 100%. English is her second language. No, psychic really? is her second language. She's she's reading a script. She's trying to get she's through. She's British. Any, she's British. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if she's from Britain. You sound more more British me, well, than just, her. Let's just Google it because I don't want to get that wrong. Google uh, it. I should have done it. It slipped my mind. I thought you might know. Uh, let's see. Psychic she's Tracy. Not British. DLC. Um, Tracy Woolerton. Tracy Woolerton. Let's see. UK. What? Birmingham, United Kingdom. What? Come on. Don't doubt me. And she doesn't don't. even say bloody. What, ki- <laughs> what kind of a UK citizen don't. are you? Well, okay. I Honestly, I thought she was doing a magic trick. The way she shuffles the cards. And again, I've never <laughs> been to a psychic. Maybe this is how they did it with you. She shuffles the cards. She's like, Michael, tell me when to stop. Pick a card, any card. And then she's, what well, at? That's Angela. I know it looks a lot like little Debbie, but that's Angela. Surrounded by a lot of material things. You know, work, 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 work. Like the Rihanna song. That's Angela. <laughs> you know the Rihanna song, don't you? You know it. Work, 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 work. No, that's Angela on the card. And I'm like, huh? How is this a psychic reading in any way? Maybe she works at a casino too. Yeah, the way <sighs> like uh-huh. she shuffled those cards, cut them, dealt them, Michael picked and then apparently this card tells Tracy that Michael's focusing on a lot of business things, oh. a lot of work things. I almost feel like, and I know that how, that's how it works. Psychics say something and then you just got to relate your yes. issues, your questions to whatever they say. They don't you give know. you real you- answers, but they know. She knows that Angela's questioning Michael, right? So now it's like, oh, it's a business. And Angela goes, oh. Oh my gosh, she just wants to marry me. How do I make sense of this? Uh, Yeah, yeah. his business is scanning me. Yeah. Right. She knows she paid 200 an hour oh, for yeah. Tracy. I just saw that's how much she charges. Um, She knows she paid $200 an hour and she goes, well, I, I better make sense of this. Otherwise, I'm out of money. So then she makes the connection. She just makes it in her head. Okay, yep, Michael is scamming me. That's his business because we all know Michael hasn't worked in years. If Tracy ever watched this show, she would know Michael oh, doesn't work. Oh, she sure work, has. Right? And so that's how Angela interprets it. And then Tracy's like, I know you didn't pick this card, but deal is choice. Here we go. And she just whips <laughs> out her own card that no one chose, which is, again, shouldn't be how a psychic reading works. You, If you're going to read the cards, right, shouldn't you choose the card? I mean, I would not even trust the cards. I would want her to look in a crystal ball and tell me what's going on. Okay. (laughs) You're old school. You're old school. Yeah. Tracy pulls out a card. This one has multiple people, multiple people around a cartoon Michael, which of course means if Michael doesn't defend Angela, he's going to lose her. Mm -hmm. But this is a card of some 
a person, a few other people around him, right? right. Around the person. Right. And, and Tracy's like, oh, this, this is Michael's, maybe Michael's friends. <laughs> or maybe Michael's family. It's like. Aren't you a psychic? Or maybe Michael's at the bar ordering drinks and these people are waiting next to him. Like, <laughs> can't be anyone. Right. Well, then Michael all of a sudden becomes a psychic, though, because he says, well, that's not what the card means. That's not what it means. What the card means is I need more space. Mm, uh-oh. Well, this guy's on another continent, and he needs more space? Angela loses more space? More space? Oh, hell no. Oh, that's Michael. not what she said. What'd I'm going to quote her. She okay. said, more space? More space? Then you shouldn't have gotten married, bitch. Oh, and I find it weird that she keeps calling him bitch because I thought like ladies are bitches. Oh, like what's up, bitches? No, <laughs> like you're <laughs> not gonna. Can be. Like, anyone can be. Like, no I, one should be, but anyone can be. I like it's like me coming up to your guy friends, and be like, "What up, bitches?" Well, it's I, very, it's insulting. She's trying to insult him by. But it's still. I thought, and again, I'm foreign guy, so I'm, I, I apologize, right? I thought that's like an insult it if is. you say it in that sense for a girl. It's, Not for a guy. It's even more insulting for a guy. It's insulting for anyone. The only real bitch is a female dog. I was literally just going to say that. That is the real. So she yeah. called that's Michael. The medical, that's yeah. the medical definition of bitch is female dog. Is she telling Michael that he's a female dog? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, she's being very hurtful. It's very, very hurtful. It's very gross. And the way she just yeah, throws this is. language around, it's so inappropriate. That's your husband. And that's how you're talking to him. It's not good. Tracy freaks out. She she pulls out a Pokemon card. So how'd that get in there? Like she's just now she's she's struggling. This is not how I wanted oh the reading gosh, to go. Stop this it. Not, so then no, stop she does. it. She's like, Angela, ask the cards a question. Now she's going rogue. I've never mm-hmm. seen this done before. Ask the cards a question. And Angela, of course, wants to know, is Michael scamming me? Mm-hmm. And so she pulls out another card, and the card says, if you believe. <laughs> not a, not an answer at all. No, but Tracy didn't help Angela either. It's not like Tracy is like, oh, if you believe, you know, this means that you probably strongly believe that Michael is scamming you. It's probably true. Tracy says, if you believe. So, so what do you think, Angela? <laughs> what do you think? Snapple caps have better advice on them than this card. Fortune if you, cookies. If Right. If you believe. Uh, okay. Yeah. You're paying this woman, Angela? I hope you're not yeah. paying this woman. I'm going to tell you one positive thing I learned during this segment. Okay. You ready? Mm, yeah. There is a crystal ball emoji. Oh. Wait, how did you... Because I was like, you know, when I take notes, sometimes oh, yeah. I use emojis <laughs> yeah. and I just I just typed in psychic. Oh, wow. Here goes the ball. Oh, wow. There so, it is. Something I learned. <laughs> now I'm yeah, sharing You learn something new every day. Very true. So the reading ends. The producer asks Angela, is there still hope for the relationship? She doesn't think so. Don't think it was a very useful psychic meeting, if you will. So... We cut to Lagos. We go, we find Michael in Lagos, and he's telling the camera he was misunderstood when he said he needed space. What he really wants is respect and understanding. Which makes sense, but he should have said that. That's not what he meant. He meant he wanted space. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, meant he, he has wanted. a lot of space. A lot of space. That's all he has. Is How many miles? Thousands? 
thousands. So he FaceTimes Angela to clarify. And Angela answers. She goes, I don't know why you're calling me right now. Why would I want to answer someone who smirks and laughs at my pain? I don't know, Angela. You tell us because you answered. Very true. Why would I want to answer? I don't know. Why'd you answer? So Angela's like, you need to be the Michael I fell in love with. A normal girl would have crumbled by now. I have to say that this is probably the best looking Angela so far. For some reason, on that video chat, in that bright sweater. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. All I can picture is her in the bathtub. But you're (laughs) right. There was the moment. Was it like a neon color? Yeah, but she didn't look like... She usually, the way she dresses and the way she accessorizes, yeah. it's always way over the top, yeah. right? She was a little but more this put was together. Like, yes, thank you. Yeah, a little more tasteful. Oh, she did. Yes. She looked good. She looked good. So Michael explains he was hurt. He was upset that Angela didn't consult him about these surgeries. He should be consulted. I agree. This I is, agree too. This yeah. is your wife going under the yeah. knife. But he should have been more supportive, too. If she was telling him, hey, I need a boob reduction because I cannot breathe, right? Michael shouldn't have been saying, oh, but I love big boobs. He should have said, okay, babe, I get it. I'll play with smaller boobs. (laughs) But he likes big boobs and he cannot lie. (laughs) (laughs) No other brother can deny. True. Um, True. No, he was being honest. I, I get what you're saying. He was being honest. He could have chosen his words better. But as you foreigners sometimes do, you're not the most tactful with the way you express yourself. I think yourself. I'm very tactful. Just don't say the C word again. Oh, just, just wait for it. <laughs> so, so Angela's like, it's about my health. This is about my health, Michael, and you wouldn't be there to support me. This whole time she's ranting and raving it's about her health. She's got a cigarette. I was literally just going to say it. Yeah. It's about your health. Then put out the cigarette, Angela. So she goes, you need to step up to the plate or it's time to separate. Oh, yeah. And Michael's like, Angela, you're my queen. And Angela goes like, no, I am my queen. Oh. And if you want me to be your queen, you better step up your game. Step up or step out. But that's what an answer, right? If someone tells you, you're my queen, usually girls just melt. And Angela just says, no, I'm my queen. Which she is. She is her own queen. Very true. King. She thinks very highly of herself. She is the best. And that's where that mindset comes from. It's like, nope, I'm the best. I'm the best. Which I guess you're right. She should feel blessed that Michael mm-hmm. looks at her that way. But. No. Especially after everything she has said to him. <sighs> and let's just say on this season. Yeah. He doesn't even think about what happened in the, on the previous seasons. Well, maybe that's why Michael's a bitch, if, I, if I'm going to think about it. Because a dog, and it breaks my heart that you can do this to a dog, but a dog you can abuse and you can treat so poorly and it still loves you. It still comes back to you. It still wants to be there for you. That's very sad. It's so sad. And it dog you know a bitch is a female dog that's what michael does you treat him so poorly angela you break him down you trash talk him and he still comes back to you and he still loves you because he sees the american flag waving at him (laughs) at the horizon yeah okay so then angela goes i've lost 70 pounds and you haven't said how good i look but i thought it was about your health angela 
I didn't think about. I don't. Well, not about it how goes good you hand look. in hand. I get it. I get it. Does like, it? Does she, it? She, she knew that she was overweight. She said it herself. Yeah. She wanted to lose some weight to look better and also improve her health. So it does go hand in hand. Eh. It does go hand in hand, but don't go on this rant about, oh, it's about my health while you're smoking cigarettes. Well, oh, it's about my health. Tell me how good I look. Oh, it's about my health, but I've gone into grocery stores and have had men tell me, damn, you look good. Mm. But it's about your health? But you want to bring up the grocery store cat calls? But it's about your well, health? Well, that's just, you know, to give him another jab. Right, which is not good. Which no, is- it's not good. But, Michael. Yeah. The female dog that he is ah. <laughs> just said, Angela, I'll be there for you. Yep. <laughs> I almost feel like an African thing to say because he, Michael said it. Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy sung <laughs> I mean, it. That's the number one song on the charts. I'll be there for it's you. The one song on the I charts wish Michael over there. sung it. That would have been much better. It's a pretty good song. But when he said it, I sung it. You did. I did. Yeah. But either way, Angela's happy that he apologized. But enough talk. Now she wants to see some action. Mm-hmm. Speaking of action, we we got to do it. We're contractually obligated to talk about this segment. So Angela is preparing for oh, some sexy time with Michael. All sexed up. All sexed up. Some makeup, some perfume. She's ready to make up with Michael and show off the new itty-bitty titty Angie. But she's nervous because her itty bitty titty is not as big as it used to. Yeah, she used to be a big tit Ange. This is the unveiling party. This is the coming out party for itty bitty titty Ange. Mm-hmm. And okay. She says it's time to reconnect sexually. Oh, yeah. Hope it's a weak connection. I hope it's a weak Wi Fi connection <laughs> because I do not want them to reconnect sexually. But this is not about what I want. It's not about me at all. This is about Angela and Michael and the bathtub. I was questioning the baby breath in her hair. Oh, I didn't even see that. I wish I did. I wish you I could have focused on something. You didn't see the baby breath in her hair? No. The little flowers that we use in our wedding as a decoration? Do not tie <laughs> our wedding to this scene at all. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? I mean, it's true. It's a, it's a wedding flower. Jeez. How dare you? Not for Angel. How dare you? So she gets in this bathtub and we learn way too much about their sex life. Apparently it's more teasing than pleasing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's good because we don't want to watch anything else (sighs) on the camera. I don't want to see teasing or pleasing. I don't want to see any of this, but okay. We watched it and Michael's into it. Michael's like, you're making me so horny now. Oh my gosh. He takes his shirt off. He's ready. And now that Angela has Michael right where she wants him. She stops and wants to get real. She showed him the boobs. Well, yeah. She wants to talk about the relationship first, but she wants to get real and talk you about it. You said you didn't even think about it. I was just but like, show the boobs, show Mike, the boobs. You're very Michael because Michael's <laughs> like, I really just want to see how your body and your boobs look now. So she splashes water on her chest. Mm-hmm. It's very sexual. And the bubbles just run down those nips. How many times did you watch it? More, more than I wanted to. <laughs> so You're being very detailed. Her, yeah. You know, I was inspired by Stepanka's book and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I want to mm-hmm. be a little verbose. Um, <laughs> the suds just dripped down her breasticles 
revealed her nipples and it was met by awkward silence. And Michael's just getting closer to the camera, <laughs> like trying to like. So offensive. Just, oh yeah, my gosh. Trying to put his head through the screen so he can get a closer look. Finally, he says, they still okay for me. Don't worry. They still okay. Don't for worry, me. baby. Don't worry. They still okay. But his initial, oh, oh, huh? he was, oh, I literally died he laughing. Was, he was doing that move that you do on the iPhone to like enlarge an image with his fingers. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't zoom in. Yeah, but he's okay with them. They're okay. Don't worry, Angela. He did tell the camera her nipples looked a little strange, but that's where they operate. Mm -hmm. I also think, and I'm sure he knows this, she must have had pasties on her nipples or something. She wasn't out there with her nips out with the camera guys in there. She must have I mean, she's Angela. Who knows? That's true. Who knows? That's true. But I think she had, it looked like she had like those yellow smiley it, face it did, stickers. Yeah. Smiley face stickers. It was like a yellow, it looked like a yellow I stick. think it was a nip, nip stick. I don't know what it was. All I know is the next thing that happened, Angela made Michael pop his penis for her, <laughs> and that's where the segment ended. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. No. Nope. That's where the segment ended. I'm just glad it was on fire. Ah! I had to say. Oh, that's your new favorite word. It was the last time <sighs> on this episode. Absolutely. If anyone is still listening, I'm sorry that Teresa felt the need to say it one more time. We're, we had to. Okay. Well, say it one more time because it's a nice lead into this next segment. The clit was on fire. And this next couple has lost the fire. Okay, oh, you see how I just did that? You. you see how I did that? Look at you. You just wanted me to say it again. No, I just, I was, thought I was making it better by somehow connecting it to something. But maybe you did. Maybe. All right, let's talk about this next couple. No fire here anywhere. Jovi and Yara. It's Ukrainian Christmas time. It is Ukrainian Christmas time. It's platters on platters on platters. It looked like a family business meeting Raw going on fish. in the kitchen. Yeah, we learn Ukrainian Christmas is a little different than American Christmas. Mm -hmm. It's on January 6th. Mm -hmm. There's no presents, but a lot of fish eggs. Yeah. It wasn't just fish eggs. It was, um, we have one of the things we eat it in Czech too. Just it's like we put it on like roholiki. Um, egg, was it roe? Which I think is fish eggs. Um, there's it, a lot of fish. I'm pretty sure parts. one of it was like this, like, um, sour fish. That sounds delicious. It's really good. It's very sour and it's pickled with onions. Oh, herring? Is it herring? I think it is. We call it the zavinach in Czech. Uh. Is this like white fish and it's rolled? Okay. And there is sauerkraut. An onion in the middle, mm -hmm. and it's pickled. Okay, and it's really good. It's very sour. I love it, and I almost feel like this what Yara had there too, but I'm not sure. It just looked like it. Okay, well, she may have. She also had Mama Gwen and Jovi's cousins there who did not like it. Whatever, Ooh. whatever it was. Yeah, they sit down to eat, and Chris, Jovi's cousin. Starts shitting on the peasant food immediately. Why would you eat this? Well, Yara said rich people eat it. It's such a classic Yara defense. Mm, that's rich, true. Oh, rich people eat that in Ukraine. But I have to say there are two types of people. There are people who love to experiment, experience new cultures and different foods. Yeah. And there are people 
who don't. There are people who just stick to the burgers and the crawfish and the clam chowder mm-hmm. and whatever they eat in Louisiana, people right? People like Chris. Yes. So if you're not, if your mind isn't even there, yeah, then you're not going to enjoy it because you already, while you're trying the food, you already know you're not going to like it because that's what you tell yourself. I mean, apparently it smelled bad. We cl- we fish. clarified we clarified with Mama Gwen. That's very true. Yesterday, and she doubled down on it. Sometimes she said it smelled bad. Smelly, smelly things are not the worst. Okay, all right. AKA smelly cheese Ooh. is the best. Okay, that's your opinion. Oh yeah, it's fine. We each have our own. That's how good may I am. So that's not the drama. The fish is not the drama. Even though it, it starts and causes some tension in the cooking, it's not the drama. The drama begins because we learn Mila is sleeping in the bed with Yara and Jovi. Mm-hmm. Jovi's not a fan of this. And I'm not either, but for different reasons than Jovi. I understand Jovi's reasons, mm-hmm. but I personally would be afraid to freaking, you know, lay on the baby. Yeah. Or like kick the baby off the bed. Okay. <laughs> Like, I would not sleep with a baby. Okay. I hear you. I agree with you. I understand the sleeping arrangement. I get that Jovi is away for months at a time. So Yara, probably super lonely, thinks, I'm here by myself. It's me and Milo. Why not have her in the bed with me? So I get that. I just also understand, okay, well, probably shouldn't make a habit of it. Yeah. Especially when Jovi is home. Yeah. She should sleep in her own room but they didn't have a crib i don't think because you didn't need one because she was yeah. sleeping. right so what do you expect it's she's supposed to sleep on the floor like where was she gonna sleep jovi well she probably did sleep on the floor at some point because again ba- a baby in a bed okay all right but <laughs> i just don't understand necessarily why jovi was so surprised if they didn't have a crib where else was she gonna sleep and again guys we're not parents i don't know maybe Maybe put a baby in a car seat to sleep. I don't know how this works, guys. <laughs> I was sleeping in my room since I was a baby. My parents had to wake up and walk over there. But you but- were in a crib. Yes. And we'll see later they go to buy a crib. So that means they didn't have a crib. So where else was Mila going to sleep? True. I don't know. Anyways, before that, more drama because everyone's having a pretty good time. Yara pulls Jovi aside, wants him to kick his family out because it's Mila's bedtime. Jovi doesn't want to do it, though. Jovi wants to keep the party going, as Jovi is known to do. It doesn't make any sense. Like, put the baby to bed, and you can keep partying, just walk in there every couple of minutes, or I don't know, I'm not a mom. But it's okay to put the baby to bed, and you can keep hanging out. Yeah, or if Yara cares that much, she can go lay with Mila, and then... The party will end when it ends. But yeah, you're at your own place. I get it if you're somewhere else and, oh, it's getting late. We should bring Mila home. It's her bedtime. She's at home. She's with her bed. Put her down or go lay with her. But to kick Jovi's family out, who he hasn't seen in months because he was out Mm -hmm. working, that was a little much. Yeah, it was a little rude. That was a little much. But in Ukraine, you eat, you enjoy the food, and you freaking go home. It's an old... Ukrainians saying they have it on doormats outside of their homes. You eat, you enjoy the food, and you freaking go home. Yeah, we don't do that in Czech. We party until... Party. 
until you're done pottering. But I rem- remember having, when I was a child, family came over, my bedtime kicked in, and my mom said, yeah, go to bed. Me too. Shower, brush your teeth, come say goodnight to everyone, go to bed. Like, I literally remember this. But it this. sounds like you were a bit older. If you remember this, and they were saying, go brush your teeth. And yeah, say, it was like four right, or five. Exactly. Yeah. You were now six months old or a year no, older, however. Even if I was, I don't think my parents would kick people out. No, the party is more important than you. <laughs> Plus, again, you're a baby. What are you going to do? Just like, you're going to sleep. Totally. Totally. We agree. We agree. So, long story short, everyone leaves. Reluctantly, they get up, they leave, they go home. Next day, they wake up. Jovi is still upset that the party ended so early. That It's giving Jovi a bad name. He is used to throwing a party and that was barely a dinner. So he's upset. It's not the Jovi that he wants to be. He wants to party. He wants Yara to be single Yara. He wants the old Yara, the Yara that old stayed Yara. out until 5 a.m. 5 in the morning, drinking, having sex, no kids, no responsibilities. That's the life he wants. That's not the life... That they can have now. No, but they can have a normal wife and husband time. Sure. Which would start with, in his mind, sleeping without Mila. Yeah, and it makes sense. I'm, I'm with Joby on this. So they go to get a crib. And what is that? Is that? Yeah. Jovi driving? Is that Jovi <laughs> Driving a car? I think it was. That it was a was, nice car, too. That was the first time. It was a Lexus. Yeah, and they didn't even blur it. That was a Lexus. Oh, Jovi was like, you better not blur that badge. <laughs> you better show everyone what I'm working with. Yeah, I drive, and I drive a Lexus. Look at that. And we saw, yeah, they're going to get a crib because, as Jovi says, we need to keep the fire going, and you can't have a fire with a baby in bed. And I totally agree. I totally agree. Speaking of fire, Yara with the burn, because Yara goes, what fire? I don't know what you do at work, but when you come home, there's no fire. Ooh, burn, Yara, burn. Maybe fireball. Maybe Jack Daniels Tennessee fire. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's the fire he's used to, but there's no fire between them. I'm not going to say it. I was going to reference Angela. I'm not going to say it. Let's not go there. Not, yeah, we are we're done. done. That is in the past. We are done. We are talking <laughs> about children now. So, yeah, Jovi, Yara, and Mila, they're going crib shopping. And while they're there, Jovi doesn't see anything he likes because it's too expensive. Well, why didn't they go to Ikea? Well, that place looked worse than Ikea. That, well, the Ikea sign looks, on that. Okay, Ikea looks cool. Well, that. I know. I thought that place was going out of business. The sign was rusting. Mm-hmm. It looked very sketchy, but apparently very expensive. Jovi spent all of his money on the Lexus. He mm-hmm. had nothing left over for the crib. But while they're there, he's like, well, I don't want to spend money on a crib, but maybe we could spend some money on a vacation. I'm going to give them a little suggestion that I saw my aunt did with her kids, right? Mm-hmm. The kids had these really nice cribs and they're expensive like nice solid wood okay they were huge but what they did when the kids turned into toddlers you turned the crib into a toddler bed it's an investment yes it's it's the you're playing the long game jovi so they were using the bed until the kids were like older yeah so but these look like 
just crips. So I, I kind of get it. I slept in my bunk bed until I was like 23 years old. You came over like the first time and you slept in my bunk beds with I me. I sure did. Yeah, you're playing the long game, Joe. <laughs> you invest 600 now, but it's good for 10, 15, 20 years. Well, I don't think, I think those were just crips. Okay. Well, who knows? What, what do I know? We what don't do know, know, guys. We don't know. Either way, he doesn't want to spend money on Mila. He wants to spend money to go skin to skin with his wife. He thinks it's time he goes skin to skin with someone else besides Mila. <laughs> Let's go on vacation, baby. Let's get away. Let's live it up. Let's party. Yara's not feeling that idea. Well, because she, and I, I don't get it because I'm not a mom, mm-hmm. but I do get it because I have friends who are new moms mm-hmm. and you get, you just don't want to leave your baby alone at all. Right? I guess. I guess. I don't know. Maybe good for her that she doesn't want to leave her child. But I feel like after several months, you'd be like, yeah, I need to get away. Like, I need a weekend for me. Like if, if, if they said, oh, we're going on a two week long vacation yeah. when babysit <laughs> wrong two days, I think they can swing it. Give Jovi a weekend. Give Jovi yeah. a weekend. But she doesn't want to. She says we can't have fun. We have Mila. They get into an argument and Yara storms out. We don't even get a sassy store associate in this segment. There wasn't even no. an associate. But Myla is a very cute baby. Myla's cute. Myla's very cute. So they leave. They don't get a crib. Maybe, and this is just me being a devious thinker, maybe Yara stormed out on purpose so they didn't get a crib and Myla could stay in their bed. <laughs> That's my That's devious thing. That's an interesting thing, you know? thought. Mm-hmm. She just storms out without a crib. Oh, where's Mila going to sleep? We didn't even get a crib. We got into an argument. Oh, it's our fault. We didn't get a crib. Well, I guess Mila's going to stay with us. One more night. One more night. Okay. Let's keep this hot mess express rolling. Let's move on to Tiffany and Ronald. I am enjoying this Ooh. couple because I don't like them at all. <laughs> Does not make any sense? It's like they're one of the love to hate. And like, I don't mind Tiffany. I cannot stand Ronald. Tiffany I do gets like watching nerves. it. Tiffany gets on my nerves. Here's why I love this couple. Because I think there's a lot of fabricated drama this season, I think. Libby and Andre, I think they mm, oh fabricate yeah. some drama. I think Brandon and Julia fabricate a little bit of drama. Yeah. I think Tiffany and Ronald, this is real. This because is real I don't think gets. Ronald would agree to fabricating anything. No, That's I don't think so. his manlyhood in South Africa. I think this is as real as oh, it yeah. gets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Ronald is waking up in the living room. Mm-hmm. Okay. But get this. Did he sleep on the couch? No. Did he sleep on the floor in the living room? No. He took Daniel's mattress <laughs> out of the prison cell and brought it into the living room to sleep on. Not even he could sleep in the cell. Not even Ronald could spend a night in the kill room. How crazy is that? Nope. I'm going to take this mattress mm-hmm. out and put it in the living room. Mm-hmm. Daniel, my boy, can sleep in the I kill room. I literally was thinking the same. And I, when he was cleaning this up... And like putting the mattress back into the kill room, yeah. <laughs> you could see the floor was still like, he never finished the let's floor. Be nice. It's not a kill room. It's Blue Man Group's dressing room. Let's, let's get it right. Let's be True. respectful. Okay. It's, a, 
to Blue Man Group. Okay. It okay. is their dressing room. Okay. <laughs> they do kill. If you've ever seen them live, Blue Man Group does kill. I have not. But it is. Not have you? Kill. I've watched like a DVD performance okay. of them. They're good. They're in Vegas they're all very, the time. Unless they're, very good. they're not anymore. But let's not. Let's not. Uh, let's be fair to Blue Man Group. It's their dressing room. Okay. <laughs> anyway, he got a restful night's sleep, beautiful night's sleep. Now he's ready to talk about his emotions. He usually doesn't want to talk about his emotions because that's a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a sign of weakness, but he's ready. He's going to suck it up and do it so he and Tiffany can get on the same page. So he goes and he tells Tiffany, look, you're not thankful enough for all the things that I do for this family. I do so much for this family and you do not appreciate it at all. Like, (laughs) which universe does he live in? (laughs) To which Tiffany responds, you're not doing much. I do more than you. So this whole relationship is just a competition. It is. About who does more. Yeah. But then she said, you don't do much that makes me happy. And he actually asks, what can I do to make you happy? Which I was surprised. I was surprised he did that. Okay. That's a good first step. Ask. Right? Yeah. (laughs) But Tiffany gives him the cold shower, basically saying, well, I'm your wife. You should figure it out. Uh, That's the thing. It's like this never ending drama between them. Instead of like one of them met up. One of you just either Tiffany like, okay, maybe you should do this. You should do that. No. It's not manning up. It's not manning up. I don't like that saying because it's not a man's job or a woman's job it's just partner up partner up be a good human a good partner to your significant other true and help out and here's i've taken ronald's side in the past i'll take it again really he is trying okay it may be misplaced his energies but he is trying and tiffany fails to recognize that. Maybe, but he also, the way he acts and the things he says, aka him living like 300 years ago in his head. Yeah. That, that's just no, wrong. No, I know. I know. I know. And Ronald, he says, well, I feel out of place, Tiffany. I feel like you're taking the belt off my pants <laughs> and you want to wear them. And I was like, <laughs> I, that is beautiful. That was poetry, though. That was. Coming out of Ronald... That painted a perfect picture. I know mm-hmm. exactly what he's talking oh, she, about. And Tiffany is wearing the pants. Absolutely. Well, yeah, she she is, but she's also not doing the best job either. Like, she has her issues too. Well, she she does, but she's the one taking care of the kids. Yeah. She's the one flying to South Africa. She's the one paying for things. Like, But she's also manipulating him and using her children. And Like, she's not no, I don't completely think she, innocent. I don't think she is. I think she sort of is. No, I think she just needs him to show her that the relationship is worth it. Otherwise, she wants to move on, which I totally support. Well, Ronald's whole defense is cultural. His defense is, as a South African man, my opinion matters more. I would literally slap him and I would be on the plane back to America. He says his ideas should be held to a higher standard. I would literally be walking out of that place. His ideas, Teresa, his ideas. If that was the case, if his ideas were held to a higher standard, Carly would have suffocated day one and Daniel would be high on paint fumes 24-7 if we held his ideas to a higher standard. Because 
he makes her feel like she's beneath him. And then he says, a woman was made out of a rip, not oh, out of a skull I, bone. I love this. So a woman shouldn't be above a man. She should be next to him, probably I, two steps behind. I love Ronald <laughs> quoting Moses. I thought I thought Ronald's favorite author may have been Stepanka, but no, Moses. Mm. Yeah, bringing that up, bringing that up, which, okay, respect. He is, he's a religious but, man. He's a man of God. Then he said something else that I was like, I was literally, if I was Stephanie, I would be in the cap. Okay. He said, he just wants to guide her. But oh. Stephanie doesn't want to be guided. He wants to guide her to make everything better. Dude, we want to, like, how would you guide her? Like, put your <laughs> life together first yeah. before you even want to guide someone. Ronald is blindfolded on oh, his motorcycle. Oh my gosh. And it's like, you want to guide her? That's so wrong. It's yeah, you, so wrong. Uh, yeah. On you, so many levels. You brought up a good point, though, last night, because I want to go back to when he was saying, you know, as a South African man, my opinion mm-hmm. matters more, should be held to a higher standard. Sinjin doesn't act no. this way. No. Sinjin doesn't act this way. So to put this on your culture is a fallacy. Mm-hmm. It is you. You think you as a man, mm-hmm. your opinion matters more. But don't say, oh, as a South African no. man. Because Sinjin, he's there to please. It oh, seems yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. He's, he's there to be a partner. Yeah, but he never, Sinjin has never even tried to do anything like Ronald. No. It's not like, oh, she tried and she shut him down and now he's just... No, like he's never had the personality. He's very free-spirited and everything that Ronald is not. <laughs> yeah, he will... In Ronald's defense, Sinjin doesn't really have his life figured out either. He doesn't really have a career or no, but anything he's at least trying. Maybe he I'll has, be I, a firefighter. Maybe I'll be an opera singer. Maybe I'll be a bartender. Maybe... The, to Sinjin's defense, yeah. he doesn't have kids. He does not. And he's just a nicer human being. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At the end of like, the day, that's the most important thing. He's a nicer human the being. The fact that Ronald is thinking about all this stuff when Tiffany is already there, that's something he should have thought of a <laughs> long time ago. He's getting all these grand ideas when they're there. Right. Dude, like that's something that should have happened a long time ago. Like, right. Don't, don't be putting the 19th coat of blue paint on the garage as their plane is Literally. landing. Like he wants to guide Tiffany. Meanwhile, Tiffany is the one giving him extra $20 because he cannot pay mm. for his weird pink ham. Mm. <laughs> Poloni. Poloni. Do not disrespect Poloni by calling it weird pink ham. That's what it is. But yeah. Let's talk about money because the next day, Ronald, he's got a great idea. He's got He's got a business plan. Mm-hmm. That's that what he, I was just talking about. That he wants to execute. Yeah. He thinks, I I need to earn a little more money to be able to put the food on the table as the man should do in his eyes. Oh. So they go to a used car dealership. Tiffany's very confused. Ronald comes out with his idea. He wants to start his own handyman business. But to do that, he needs a truck. Okay. Well, again, with the preparation, why didn't you have this conversation before? You didn't need to stand in the lot no. of, of the used car dealership to profess this business idea. You could have done it at home. You could have sat there and said, I have an idea. I want to provide it mm-hmm. for the family. I want to become a handyman. And here's how I think I'm going to do it. And Tiffany could have said, 
well, don't waste the gas money driving to the dealership because I don't necessarily agree with this. Yeah. Also, you should have had this idea a long time ago, but I feel like he thinks that this is like this grand gesture. He's mm-hmm. going to show her that he is wearing the pants. <sighs> yeah. But she's going to shut him down again. And it just makes sense. Like she's making good points. She makes good points. Mainly, why would you start this now if the idea is to come to the States? Yeah. Why would you spend the money on a truck and he will need to get all the equipment, right? Yeah. And also, starting a new business doesn't mean that, oh, you start on Monday and by Friday you're like swimming in cash. Right. I didn't know why he was so certain he would have all these clients. No. And another point to to your point, right? I would not just invite any handyman over. I would want someone to recommend me this person. I would want to hear from people like, oh my gosh, this guy is great. He came over. He was reasonable. He was nice. He did the job. Right. Like, I would not just have a random person coming and fixing stuff at my house. So I don't know where he's getting all this idea of quick money. Well, you I know, don't think that's quick money. You know why he's qualified to be a handyman. Why? Because he's a man. Ugh. It's got it's got the word man in the name. Of course I can do it. He's the most manliest man. He's he wears the pants. He's the man. Very He's the handyman. True. Right? Very true. I think deep down, he doesn't want to go to the States. We know that. He wants to kidnap Daniel and Carly and Tiffany. Mm-hmm. He wants to keep them there. And that's why when Tiffany says, What are you doing? You're going to the States in a couple months. He's mm-hmm. thinking, No, I'm not. I'm staying here oh, yeah. and you're staying here mm-hmm. and this is going to be my job. That's why he's doing it. And that's why he's the worst. That's why he's the worst because it's a little deceitful. Tiffany says, we're not spending this money, however much money it is. Mm-hmm. You don't have it. I don't know how you think you can afford this. My thought would be if you do really want to do this, if you do want to buy this truck because you think it's going to help your career, sell your motorcycle. Very true. Right? You don't need a motorcycle and mm-hmm. a buggy. Mm-hmm. Also, we did the math, right? Or you did the math. It was 4,500, what rand. is it? Rand, right? South African rand, yeah. How much American money is it? $300. Right? It's if, half the price of the Christmas tree. <laughs> like literally. If that's true. Maybe, and we asked on the live last night because it's like, I don't believe. Is it really 4,500 rand? Maybe it was 45000 so then 10000 3000 I don't know. But either way, you could sell your motorcycle and then buy the truck if you're that committed to this idea. True. But also, you can go on Facebook store. There are people selling super old cars for like 500 bucks, $1,000. Yep. Yep. So it's possible. That truck looks like it's going to fall apart any minute. So I believe it was 300 bucks. But again. You don't have that money. You don't have, you don't money. have that money. And you don't have the clients. It would be one thing if he said, look, Tiffany, I got three jobs lined up. I need this truck. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got three jobs? Those jobs will probably pay for half the mm-hmm. truck. Cool, let's do it. No, you're just going to buy a truck, throw money out the window and cross your fingers and hope mm-hmm. you get a job. Not the best planning, not the best idea. So Tiffany's not into it. Ronald gets upset. And then Tiffany, to make matters worse, comes out and says, I went to see a divorce lawyer. I went to see a divorce lawyer. That's how much I feel like I can't lean on you. That's how bad your money skills are. And I'm with her. I went I'm to totally see a divorce. I'm totally with her. 
I am with her. Yeah, you should figure out your options and your escape plan if you need one. I don't know that you needed to come out and tell him in this moment. At least, at least it wasn't in the middle of the woods on a cliff like <laughs> where Kalani told Asuelu. At least it was on flat ground. But did you need to come out and say it right yes, now? Yes, because he was making irrational decisions and this is something that kind of opened his eyes. Uh, it did. Honestly, it did. he's a man in his 30s. He is not a 21-year-old who just got out of college or... No, he's a 31-year-old man who has a past. He went through some problems, right, he, that he should have learned from. Yeah. He has a kid, now basically two kids, a wife, right? He should be more responsible. He should think about a family first and not to be like, oh, let's spend $600 on a Christmas tree, but I need you to pay for groceries because I don't have the rest of the money. Like, no, like this is not how you think. The sad part is he is trying. It's not like he's going and spending that 4500 at the casino. He's saying not at yet. least he wants to buy <laughs> a truck to provide yeah. for his family. The intention is there. His heart's in the right place. But his, his mind is like <sighs> out of control. I guess, right. He's not thinking logically yeah. about, well, maybe no. this isn't the best investment. I can not use this all. money for X, Y, and Z. But again, at least he's not buying booze. He's not gambling with it. His heart is True. in the right place. True. His heart's in the right place. I don't know if it's going to work out. It seems like the party lights are dimming on this relationship a little bit. Mm -hmm. But we're going to see. We're going to see. We're going to see. I'm not that hopeful, but we're going to see. I honestly, I believe that Tiffany deserves someone better. Okay. Who treats her a little better. Who's okay. a little more mature. Okay. All right. I'm just going to say one, one word to shine, to bring some lightness and brightness. Okay. Carlos. Just remember Tiffany's oh, dad, Carlos. Carlos. Okay. Remember there was a, there was a silver lining. There was a silver fox lining. Very true. To this couple. I totally forgot about Carlos. You forgot about Carlos. Mm. So everyone just remember Carlos. Very true. Okay. Oh, Carlos. Speaking of fathers, you have crushes on. Shall we move to this next couple? Andre and Libby. Libby. Yeah, Libby and the Loudmouse. They're, mm. they're all done up. It looks like they're going to a funeral. I love it. I love black dresses. It's not a funeral. It's a family reunion. Mm -hmm. The funeral is going to come later when someone gives Pop Pop COVID. Because the way they are going, <laughs> Pop Pop may be on Sue. I don't know. I don't want to wish that upon her, but definitely Pop Pop's getting Don't COVID. forget, they all got tested for COVID. As, okay. as they said several times. When, when they started the road trip in Florida, in one of the hotbeds of COVID, is that when they got tested? And they were like, well, if we didn't get it here, we're not going to get it anywhere. Probably. It's like, well, that's not how that saying works. But they hopped on the RV and they probably caught it along the way. Who knows? Who knows? So it's not a funeral yet. It's a reunion. It's at a winery, which is cool and appropriate since all that family does is wine. Shout out to my meme. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Bring what? Your, what? Bring your own wine. Oh. I was just going to punctuate my joke. Oh. <laughs> uh, what kind of wine? Oh, hello. What kind of winery is this? Bring your own wine? Ooh, look at you. <laughs> okay. For real, the last place this family needs to be is a winery with endless alcohol oh yeah but we are here for it we're here for it so so is everyone else they start to mingle 
um, which you then get to learn the rest of the family seems way more normal than the loudmouths. Mm-hmm. Like everyone there, I'm like, really? You're related? You're re- you're related to Charlie? How? Through the one and only Chuck, so I kind of get it. <laughs> Chuck spread his seed far and wide. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we meet the family. They all seem normal in comparison. They start talking. One of the cousins brings up kids and how her babysitter is a lifesaver. And of course, Becky loves to start drama. She loves to stir the pot. Loves to stir the pot. Becky's like, Libby, how's your babysitter working out? Dun, dun, dun. And here's the drama. Andre didn't know that Libby hired a babysitter. What? What? So Andre has a temper tantrum. Oh, yeah. And he storms off. And it turns out Andre is the one who needs the babysitter. Yes, he needs the babysitter. And he also needs someone to help him with the English language because the only thing he could say uh-huh. are curse words. You... Have now beep, told me this multiple times. Beep, 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 beep. It's like Libby, beep, 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 Libby, beep, 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 Charlie, beep, beep, beep. It's like, dude, I don't even know what you're saying. It's and not I, that he needs help with the English language. He needs help with his emotions. Yes, yes. Very true. But I feel like the only, the, the one thing he knows really well in the English language. Curse words. Are curse words. Isn't he that uses funny? them a lot. I don't know any Czech curse words. And I feel like that's the first thing you learn when you... Learn a new language. Like, tell me, tell me the curse words. I don't tell literally curse. curse. That's my thing. I mean, I say the F word once in a while and I mostly say it as a joke. You know that? In English. In English. In English. Like, yeah. I mostly say it in like a funny, funny yeah. context, right? Say the F word in Czech. Oh, we have so many. I would say kurva, which means like, oh. kurva means, actually kurva means bitch, like oh. the dog. Okay. Say the, there's no equivalent of F word. What's like the nastiest Czech curse word? You For could... me, and I hate it. I hate when someone, okay. it's basically saying, go fuck yourself. Oh, he would say, gosh. oh my gosh, I can't believe I said I it. I can't believe you just said that on the podcast. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. If there are any Czechs listening, I don't know if you guys. <laughs> she never says that. I hate it. It's so nasty. What's your favorite Czech curse word? Like, well, just rolls off the tongue. Uh, you You hit your thumb with a hammer, what do you say? I would say do predele, which means like, oh, this basically means like to your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's not as bad. Like do predele, you can see, you can send someone. It's okay. like, go ask yourself. Okay. But you can say also like, oh, like shit. Like basically it's an equivalent of shit. Do people swear a lot in Czech? Some people, like the people I'm surrounded by, not really. Um, yeah. My parents don't really I think swear, people, but people swear a lot yeah. in America, in English. Yeah. There's just curse words mean so many things here. Yeah. I would say like, I do say, I will do predele. Mm-hmm. Maybe my parents do say that too. I say dude a lot. Dude? Yeah. Like dude. You say that in Czech or you yeah, say in dude? Yeah, in Czech, in Czech. Say dude in Czech. Tivole. Tiffany? Tivole. Oh, Tivole. It's almost like if someone, let's say you do something questionable, I would be yeah. like, dude, I would say Tivola. <laughs> but I feel like that's like as bad as I go and it's not even bad. Yeah. I can't believe I said, oh my God, I can't, I can't believe, believe I said it. Don't even say it again. Don't even say it again. 
Teresa is covering her face with her shirt it right now. Like she is it's so very cringy. She's turning very red. I can't believe I said it. It's you, you. said clitoris 19 times in this podcast, and you that's, didn't care at all. That's great. It is great. Absolutely. The other thing is just like, oh my it's gosh. so nasty. Oh my gosh. I'm well, so sorry. Oh, you're you nasty girl. I'm so sorry. Let's move on. Let's oh. move on. Anyway. Ew. Okay. So Andre's <laughs> pissed that Libby yeah. got a babysitter. Yes. I have one more thought. Oh boy. Before we move on. Oh boy. I wonder yeah. if Andre curses a lot in his own language too, or if this is something he adopted in America. Yeah. Well, okay. I think he does because I don't curse in Czech. I don't really curse in English unless, again, it's hilarious or I almost cut my finger off the one time. So I, I was cursing a bit. Did you know English curses before you moved here? I don't, I don't think so. I don't really, never really paid attention to it. I ask because I wonder if Andre oh. knew them before he came here. And if not, he must be around people that curse all the time, which I'm not surprised. The loud mouths, I'm sure, curse all no, the time. No, no, no one curses as much as he does. Well, and it, I'm here. so bothered by, I'll be honest, I hate it. I'm so bothered by, and that's why it's one of the reasons why I cannot stand Andre. I'm just bothered by the beeps. I don't really care that much but just hearing beep 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 yeah. kind of annoying and it's a lot like i get it we all say a bad word once in a while that's all he does it doesn't mean matter he talks to libby he curses he talks to the sisters he, curses, he talks to chuck he curses he talks about people he curses like he curses yeah. <laughs> it's like oprah you get a curse you get a curse you, you get, get a, a curse. curse everyone gets a curse yeah. that's literally him and i'm like stop it yeah anyway He's upset. Here's the deal. Apparently, Andre and Libby, they decided they weren't going to get a babysitter. Instead, when the pandemic ended, his parents were going to come and watch Ellie. Which, okay, I like the sentiment. I like it a lot. The grandparents, they're going to come. They're going to watch the grandkids. Beautiful. And that could still happen. You can get rid of a babysitter. Once you hire a babysitter, it's not forever, mm-hmm. right? It's not till death do us part when mm-hmm. you get a babysitter. You get the babysitter until the pandemic passes or whatever it's going to do. And then the grandparents can come and watch Ellie. Also, I don't think the parents can or the grandparents can just move here. They would come for three months right. if their visa got approved. Right. Because I don't think it's that easy from Moldova to come here. We don't know. All of the dead came already, so maybe it should be fine. But not. He didn't move here. No, no. He, he oh, was not a live-in babysitter. That process of them getting a green card would take years. They can get a green card through Andre. Yes, but it would take years. Mm, yeah. No, I, I don't know exactly I just, how. I don't know exactly I researched how it can take did. up to like five or six years. I know up to, but what's the shortest it could take? 18 months, maybe? Maybe, if you get a good lawyer. If they, yeah, if they got lucky. But still, it's a process. You could still get a babysitter to watch Ellie until oh, for sure. the grandparents came. But let's just play along because that's what we do. Let's believe this storyline. Libby, that's messed up. If you got a babysitter behind your husband's mm-hmm. back, you didn't tell Andre, that's super messed mm-hmm. up. Also, here is a thought, right? Yeah. Chuck, my boy, not, not that he's now paying for Libby to work. Now he's paying for Andre to work. So he's paying extra. And I'm pretty sure that Libby could kind of swing helping her or taking care of her daughter 
while like working for a truck because it's her dad, so you can do it here and there. I don't think she needs to sit behind the computer nine to five, right? We don't know what she does, but... No, no, no. But a year ago or on the previous season, they were so broke. They were right. so broke. Right. Now they basically live off of Chuck, but Libby needs a babysitter. <laughs> like she needs a babysitter. Yeah. She cannot take it, right? Yeah. So uh, uh, if she was going into the office, a different story. And listen, again, we don't have kids. I don't think you could actively watch a child and work at the same time. But I'm just saying, I don't think Libby probably works that hard for Chuck. I was just going to say. She probably inputs a few listings onto the computer a day and then that's about mm-hmm. it. I was just going to say this, right? I totally understand if you work for a legit company that does is not owned by your dad, right? Mm-hmm. You definitely need a babysitter because sure. I could not you watch cannot, a kid. You cannot do what you're oh doing gosh. right now and watch a child. 100% no. Never, no. right? But Libby, I mean, she does yoga with Jen. Right. She hangs <laughs> out. Like, right. come on. Right. I don't know that you need a babysitter. But I understand sometimes you need a mental break. Sure. Sure. Uh, because I was an old pair, so I understand that part. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I get it. Yeah, you do understand watching kids. Okay. Jen and Becky, they understand kids too. They come to Libby's rescue and they're trying to calm Andre down and talk. to. They're trying to talk sense into him. And they say, Libby has a motherly instinct. She knows what Ellie needs. And Andre goes, there's no such thing as a motherly instinct. Ugh. You rolled your eyes. Let's do it. Let's get controversial. There is no such thing as motherly instinct. No, but there is such a, there is a thing that's like a parental instinct. There's absolutely parental instinct. But sure. it could be motherly instinct. It could be fatherly instinct. You are so smart. That's why I married you. Yes. I was going to say, I brought, I brought back up. I brought some some <laughs> footnotes because there has been research done on this and it shows there is no motherly instinct both a mother and a father can develop those instincts with their child yeah. you know so andre is correct i don't know that he knew he was correct i think he was just trying to be combative when he said there's no motherly instinct right there's not no. there's no special thing that happens because it was marinating in you for nine months any parent can form that instincts in that well but it also comes to common sense which andre has very little of (laughs) if 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 a child is walking towards five knives pointing at the child you probably want to grab the child and put the knives away right you're not gonna push the child to go faster well it's not even that it's more like why is ellie crying and then the instinct is oh well she's hungry or oh she's tired or oh sh- she's got a full diaper that's the instinct and anyone can develop that anyone can learn yeah. their child and learn their communication yeah that's the instinct andre could learn it too does he have it i don't know but it's not just a motherly he thing. always aside of his cursing and being totally crazy person he always carries her around so i believe that he takes care of the child oh, yeah. yeah oh yeah and he's never wearing a shirt so he's always going skin to skin <laughs> A lot of skin to skin. I've never saw him giving Ellie a plastic bag to play with. No. So that's a point, Andre. <laughs> Let's not even compare the other fathers on this show to Ronald. Let's not even go there. That's an insult to the other fathers. So, okay, they calm Andre down. He goes back inside and he starts cheersing it up with Chuck and Aunt Sue. Like this episode is like Andre isn't, he's not kissing Chuck's ass. He is 
climbing inside of it. Oh my gosh. He's just like grabbing yeah. onto all the hair. He, oh. Just slowly uh. getting in. He's like the, what's the procedure called? Did they like shove something up your butt? Colonoscopy? Yeah, he's like the- An andreoscopy? He's like the colonoscopic- <laughs> Camera? Help me, yes. Yeah? Just like slowly getting inside. Oh. Am I right? Yeah. Am, are you following? He's gone. Are yeah, you following? He's gone beyond brown nosing and he is just brown bodying. He's mm -hmm. fully up there. He's complimenting Chuck on the great venue. What a great venue this is, Chuck. I love it. He was even dressing like Chuck. They were wearing the same exact. All the guys were dressed the same except for Thomas because not an American. He was probably thinking American fashion. Give me a break. I, I can do a little better than this, guys. He but looks good. He, they all looked fine, mm -hmm. but they were literally Chuck, Andre, Charlie. Maybe that was it. They were all wearing the same exact Andre was probably thing. like, hey, Chuck, what are you, what are you wearing What are you going to wear? What are you going to wear to this party? Oh, just like a, like a white button-down <laughs> and, and a jacket. I was thinking, I was thinking I, white. I'm, I was, I'm and then he was like, twinsies. Blazer boys. Hashtag <laughs> blazer boys. <laughs> yeah. Pound it out. Pound it out, Chuck. So he finishes brown nosing. He finishes brown bodying. And they go to Aunt Sue's for a pizza party, for an after party. And, okay. Becky sees that drunk Chuck spilled on himself. He is a little drunk at this point. And Becky's like, dad. How did you spill wine on your white shirt? And again, Andre immediately to Chuck's defense. Chuck looks fantastic. Don't talk about Chuck like that. And for Chuck's defense, that's why I don't wear white. <laughs> yeah, if you know you're going to get sloppy drunk, yeah, Chuck. don't wear white. You do not. You wear a nice Merlot red and you're fine. You can get as sloppy as you want. But just hilarious. Chuck looks fantastic. How, how dare you talk about Chuck he like did. that? I mean, I stop it. Stop. Stop talking about Chuck like that. I can because I feel bad for him. <laughs> and I'm not the only one. People finally, finally, I'm doing this like. You feel vindicated. Yeah. Yeah. Finally. Therese is ahead of the curve. Very ahead of the curve. Yesterday on our live for you who missed it, boohoo. But for <laughs> you who went, who joined. Woohoo. Woohoo! Yeah. It's a little different woohoo. <laughs> People are starting to see that Chuck is being t taken advantage of. <laughs> Poor Chuck. He pays all these money suckers decent salaries, I believe, because look at them, yeah. right? He's the one who is the head of the business and he's the one who's being used the okay. most. Okay. He should be the, he is the boss. He is the boss. He Who's should, the boss? Chuck's and, the boss. And that's why I feel bad for him because he's trying to please his children, which was what parents do. You know the show Charles in Charge? Who's the boss? Chuck's in charge. Chuck, short for Charles. Therese is giving me a weird look Did right you just now. like make it up? No, Charles in Charge is a television show. There are other television shows besides 90 Day Fiance, Teresa. Okay. Educate yourself. One of them is called Charles in Charge which is Chuck's full name. So Chuck's in charge. We'll watch it. Don't worry about it. Anyway, the bonding continues. Andre, Thomas, Chuck, they go upstairs to play some foosball. Ooh, my favorite game. Did I tell <laughs> you that I used to be a killer in you were foosball? A shark? You were a foosball shark. Everybody wanted me on the team. <laughs> How old were you? 
I don't know, like 16, 15, 16, I used to go to a bar, yeah. ordered a beer, an illegal beer. Oh, and I was just like the whole night, like girls were dancing. I was just killing it in foosball. We used to go to a bar like two years ago and play foosball. And I'm pretty sure I beat you. Because I haven't practiced in a while. <laughs> You've gotten a little sloppy. Game on. Right, when game we on. see when we see a foosball table okay, somewhere, right. game on. We'll let you know who wins. <laughs> so, yeah, they go upstairs. They, they start playing foosball. Chuck is flirting so hard with Andre. Oh, he is. While they're, Chuck's like, you're so bad at foosball, Andre. <laughs> Have you ever even played this game before, Andre? He's drunk. He's drunk and he is flirting with Andre. Because when you're drunk, everyone, everyone oh, is nice. Boy. You love everyone. Oh, yeah. They're laughing. They're joking. And drunk Chuck makes a pretty big statement. He makes a pretty big statement. Unfortunately, Thomas is there who's taking notes. Oh, yeah. Thomas. Tom, speaking of the pants, Thomas knows who wears the pants in that relationship. Because drunk Chuck says, Andre, you've proved yourself on this trip, bringing us up here to have the reunion. I love you, man. Like, you really, you proved yourself. And then... Drunk Chuck doubles down and tells Andre, I want to bring you in on this new property. I got this new property, me and you, 50-50. But he, he also said, I'll teach you, I'll mentor you. Yep. Which is good. Yeah. And also, let's not forget, guys, some, some of you might be thinking, oh, drunk Chuck, he's not even, he doesn't know what he's doing. At the end of the day, the money that he's going to share with Andre are going to go to his daughter and his granddaughter. So it's not that bad. That's exactly, that's exactly right. It's not like Andre is some random guy that Chuck's hitting on. No, it's the husband and Mm -hmm. father. Like you literally, he's making sure that the daughter, his daughter and his granddaughter, you know, can eat well. Yeah. Can hire a babysitter. Right. Right. All that fancy stuff. It's such a good point. It's such a good point that the money is going to a good cause. Literally. um, Called Becky and Jen's sister and their niece. And they catch wind of this because Thomas immediately runs downstairs. He almost tripped down those stairs. He was going so fast. (laughs) And he tells Jen and Becky what's going on. So they immediately storm upstairs. Jen storms there first. Jen does the equivalent of flipping the board game over. She starts just like hitting, she's like hitting she's hitting the foosball (laughs) table. Game over. Game over. Yeah, Becky and Libby come upstairs and they start accusing Andre of taking advantage of Chuck when he's drunk. Like, Andre taking advantage of Chuck. It's the other way around. Chuck is taking advantage of Andre. You should see the way he's flirting with Andre. Making Teresa very jealous. (laughs) Teresa wants Chuck to flirt with her that way. (laughs) And things were so beautiful for three minutes. Things were so beautiful up there. Everyone's yelling at each other and like, I don't know. Becky and Jen are working for Chuck. They're getting paid. Charlie and his wife are working for Chuck. Everyone's getting paid. What's so wrong is finally Andre, and I don't even like Andre, but I'm saying it. Yeah. Andre's finally... Gonna learn something and do something and help Chuck. I do wonder what the salary structure, what the payment structure is, mm. because are they all on commission? And in that case, sure, you want all yeah. the profits for yourself. 
to me, it seems like they're on salary. Like Libby's definitely getting a check every two oh, weeks, yeah. not dependent on what houses True. are with who. Becky is a realtor, so maybe she... She might be commission-based. She may be commission-based. but be commission-based. Also, I'm sure in one month, she's like, Dad, like, come on, I'm, I did such a great job. Like, what about a little boy? And Chuck's probably like, sure. Yeah. Also, Becky, your husband is rich. Mm. So relax. <laughs> your husband's very rich. <laughs> is he? He's pretty rich. Did he's you pretty, look it up? He's Yeah, he's doing well. That's doing good. good. That's good. That's why good. no one gives him shit about anything. Yeah. All of the, Unlike Andre. Yeah, Jen's husband, very successful. Becky's, well, she's divorced. Okay, she's still collecting those checks, I'm mm. pretty sure. Everyone's Everyone calm down. The least successful in this family <laughs> is clearly Libby and Andre. So, okay, let them get theirs. Nah. Nah. <laughs> no, keep the drama going. All right. One more full couple, then we'll touch on another couple, and then we'll call it an episode. Kalani and Asuelu is next, right? Mm-hmm. Kalani and Asuelu. So last episode, we learned that Asuelu wants to fill a van with children. <laughs> that came out wrong. I, that came out wrong. Last episode, we learned Asuelu wants to fill up a van with kids. Um, no, he wants he wants several more children. Yes, and this so previous episode was the morning. This is the afternoon. I am still mourning the last episode because <laughs> <laughs> it was very sad. It, well, all these episodes are and sad. because Azo wants to keep reproducing, which I don't understand he why. He cannot stop reproducing. He cannot stop. He just. Uh, I'm telling you, I do wonder, is it a religious thing? Do they only have sex? No. No, no, because, no. right, right, they did not. No. Oh, did they play with that kid? I don't know. Do you they, see them at the sex shop? That's not trying to have a kid. That's no, having but, fun. Uh, but maybe they're not having intercourse. Maybe they're using toys. Oh, no, no, they are. They're having These, intercourse? Oh, yeah. You've seen the leaked OnlyFans? I have not, but they always talk about it. Like, Okay. Either way, Asuelu wants Definitely to have- not religious because Asuelu banged Kalani before they got married. And that's uh, how she gets pregnant. Yeah, no, you're so right. You're right. So he just wants to have several more kids for some reason. It's the Samoan way mm-hmm. we kind of learned. So he, he knows it's going to be a lot of work. Kalani knows it's going to be a lot of work. But he wants to prove he's up for the challenge. He wants to prove he can handle it. And so he's going to give Kalani the day off. He's the gonna, afternoon off. He's going to give Kalani the afternoon off. While he cooks and cleans and watches the kids, he's going to let Kalani relax. Which you know, I'm just imagining if I was like, Teresa, let me cook and clean. You relax. You would not be relaxing at all. You'd be more stressed than if you were doing it yourself. No, I would like... I would probably be like coming into the kitchen just to be like <laughs> double checking. Oh, I'm I'm so thirsty. Just like checking if <laughs> you're you, doing uh, it the right way. Did you swiffer under the fridge? Did you swiffer under the fridge? Because a lot of things drop under there. Yeah, I have a hard time believing Kalani was more relaxed watching Asuelu <laughs> do that. No, I don't think so. So did you see that Asuelu had one of the kid in like a little backpack on his back sure. while he was cooking? That's what I used to do with my dog Ida. Oh, every time my mom said I have to wash the floors, and my dog Ida didn't like it, okay, I used to put her in a backpack, and I did it with her on my back. Was it a special backpack for dogs? Or just it was your... my school backpack. I just removed the books sure and I put my dog it. in. Sure, she loved it. I always like zipped her up, but her head was poking out. Do we have to go over how many animals you've killed again, Teresa? Not a dog. 
Okay. I never. You just said I put purpose. this dog in a backpack and I zipped it up real with, tight with her head poking <laughs> out. Obviously, she loved it. She loved. She it. had I'm a sure, she sure had a blast. She had a blast. Okay. Anyway, we joke about Asuelu's abilities <sighs> around the house. Kalani was actually impressed. She gives him an A minus. He thinks he deserves an A plus. Gets an A minus. Pretty good. It's a pretty good grade. Yeah, and Azul has the typical child response. A minus. I deserve A plus because I think I did a I did a great job. It's like yeah. That's why we don't grade our own papers, Asuelu. This dude, needs to be objective, dude. That's why we don't grade our own papers? So Mother Lisa comes down. She's going to get to enjoy Asuelu's culinary creations. Which, no shame, I was more appetized by Ukrainian Christmas. I thought that looked better. I was just going to say that. Ukrainian Christmas looked a little bit better. I'm not a fish fan, but whatever Asuelu did, it was more than I thought he was capable of. I will say that I thought he was going to serve some frozen Eggo waffles or like a bowl of Lucky Charms. Whatever he put out there, it was more impressive than I thought he was Mm -hmm. capable of, but still not very appetizing. But unlike Yara's Ukrainian Christmas. Yeah. Kalani and the mom actually ate it. Yeah, they yeah, they were loved. So, okay. That's called manners, Mama Gwen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I told Gwen last night, I was like, I love how honest you were. Yeah, you gotta be honest. I said you gotta if, be honest. I said if there were cameras pointed at me, I would have loved everything. I would have asked for <laughs> seconds of those fish eggs. Do you have more? Are you gonna eat your fish eggs? Or if you're not gonna eat your fish eggs, I will absolutely have them. You gotta be honest. But, Shout out to Mama Gwen for the honesty. You know, fish eggs are caviar, right? Yeah. So <laughs> just a fancy. It's fancy. Just because rich people eat them, Teresa, uh, doesn't mean I want them. Caviar is good. I don't mind caviar and like a, a little, little, little scoop and like a little cucumber, a little cracker. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty, pretty good. That's your life. That's yours. <laughs> That's your decision to make. I don't have to eat them. <laughs> no, you don't. So they're eating. They're having dinner. And while they're having dinner, Asuelu brings up that his mom wants to come to the house for Christmas. She's going back to Samoa, but before she does, let's just give me Christmas. That's all I want. <laughs> just give me Christmas. She's hoping for some money. Yeah, she and knows those, of money. She knows those Christmas cards are stuffed with oh, cash. Yeah. Oh yeah. So nobody's really into this idea except for Asuelu. They're not really excited about the idea of Mother Asuelu coming to town. But that would still be kinda okay. Eh, we can deal with the mother Osweiler. We can deal with that. But how is she going to get there? Mm. How is she going to get there? Oh. T- Tammy, Tammy the taxi? Is Tammy the taxi? <laughs> beep, beep. Is Tammy the taxi coming to town? What, Ubers don't come your way? You can't get a lift? You got to get Tammy the taxi? Oh, she sure does. Got to get Tammy the taxi. So Tammy's going to bring Osweiler's mom, which nobody wants to hear. So Mother Lisa's like, Tammy isn't staying, is she? Because last time she threatened to beat everybody mm-hmm. up. She's like, Tammy's just dropping your mom off and then keep going, right? <laughs> Mother Lisa goes, we don't want Tammy coming here and ruining everything for the boys. That's true. Well, yeah, that's Kalani true. doesn't want Kalini and Tammy together either because she feels like, well, that's just going to be explosive. That's going to be bad news for everybody. I find it hilarious and sad but more hilarious because usually the sentiment is it's christmas let bygones be bygones family is everything no not here 
Not if not one here. if one part of this family just wants money and the other part wants to beat everyone up. Yeah, there is no Christmas spirit here. Definitely not. The irony of this entire segment was that there was a banner hanging in the background that said, Happy Holidays. But Lisa's head was blocking the H-O-L-I. So the entire segment <laughs> just said, Happy Days, which they are not. They're, nobody is happy these days. No. But it just said Happy Days. <laughs> Shout out to the Fonz. Shout out to the Fonz. Um, <laughs> my aunt dated the Fonz. A little inside scoop for you guys. My aunt dated the Fonz before he was the Fonz. Henry Winkler. The Fonz, you've never seen Happy Days. You've never seen Charles in Charge and you've never seen Happy Days. I'm like literally like I don't even know what's <sighs> happening we right now. We are doing a throwback television session coming up and we are going to show you all of the greats. Oh, sounds good. Okay, let's talk about modern day entertainment. Let's talk about Elf. Let's talk about the movie Elf with Will Ferrell. Because if they do a remake of Elf, I think Oswego will be cast. Oh, for sure. Because they're in the car. It's a new day. They're going to they're going Christmas tree shopping and Oswego's dressed mm-hmm. as Buddy the Elf. You know, Will Ferrell, when he played the elf, yeah. he was acting because he's an actor. <laughs> Asuelo would just be cast. As Asuelo. I honestly don't think this was the only day he wore that outfit. <laughs> and when I saw that car full of characters, I said, oh, they're going to a costume party. It's a Christmas party. They're going to a costume party. No, they were going Christmas tree shopping. Which I kind of dig. You dig their investment in the Christmas tree. Well, they went to the nursery. That's different. We got our No, they tree. didn't. They went to like Home Depot. Really? It looked like Home Depot. It said something, something nursery. It did? Yeah. I stand corrected. But to me, it looked like they went to Home Depot. Either way, they live in Utah, surrounded by beautiful nature, beautiful mm-hmm. trees, and you're going to this, go to a tree farm. Why are you going to this Home Depot-esque nursery? Whatever it is. And look, getting the smallest tree. Getting the smallest tree. Look at that. But they dressed up for the occasion. You're into it. You yeah, love the commitment. Yeah, especially they have two kids. Come on. Okay. You, you, you're okay with it. All right. So they get there. And Kalani goes, can anyone smell the tree? I can't smell the trees. Oh, these are plastic? No, you have COVID, Kalani. <laughs> you have COVID. We, we've we seen the way you've been playing fast and loose out there in the pandemic. You probably have COVID. I didn't even think about that, to be honest. I just thought like... It was just a weird thing. Is she smelling say. plastic trees? She's announcing it. Can anyone smell these trees? I don't think I can smell. <laughs> it's COVID. Kalani. So good. That's that's a really good point. We appreciate you risking your life for the entertainment, but it, you probably have COVID. So, <laughs> so while they're shopping, Kalani having COVID is not even the worst news. That's not the worst news that we're learning. The worst news is that Tammy and mom are coming for the holidays. And Oswego has to break that mm-hmm. news to everyone. I thought that Lowe was done for it. He's like, I want to see some drama. Bring it on. Well, at first everyone was kind of like, okay, well, uh, it's Christmas. So we'll be, we'll be nice. We'll be cordial. It's Christmas. But also do what you got to do. Lowe was like, do what you got to do. When you get a fist, a fist length apart, an arm's length apart, you do what you got to do. That's the Samoan way. That's the Samoan way. And I love that they're dressed up like giant deers and elves 
and talking about getting into fist fights on Christmas. <laughs> it's like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, Rudolph the Broken Nosed Reindeer. Look at you. <laughs> right? It's, it was comical. It was comical. Also, Kalani. No, I think it was Kalini. I think Kalini wearing the peace uh-huh. mask. She's wearing a mask that says peace on it while she's saying, if Tiffany wants to come in swinging, I'll welcome that. Tammy. Tammy. What did I say? Tiffany. Different couple. Ah, different country. Very confusing. Either <laughs> way, the mask was confusing with it saying yeah. peace. But also, Lowe brought up a good point. He said, everyone is very brave on a camera. Yeah. Everyone can say things on Zoom. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Even Psychic Tracy. Oh, yeah. That, pull that But BS. being face to face. Fist to fist. Let's see. Let's get let's it on. Let's see. Let's get it on. And we see we see they get it on. Oh, yeah. We see it on the next episode. Okay, wait. Okay. Last couple. Usually love to talk about this couple. This week, not much happened. Well, nothing happened, but let's talk about the little that happened. Mike and Natalie. Mike apparently just discovered CrossFit or something. I think he clicked the wrong link on YouTube and he saw a CrossFit <laughs> video because he's outside flipping a huge tire. Good for him. It's a good workout. He did not know what he was doing. I was worried he was going to pull a muscle, but hey, A for effort. Did you see his nipples are very uneven? Like one of his nipples like higher than the other one. You want to talk about the worst stuff. On this episode, well, there was no, nothing really happened with this couple, so I'm trying to like spice it out. I couldn't focus on his nips because I was looking at this weird brown stain on his shirt. Oh, really? You see, I didn't even see oh, that. There was some gross stain on his shirt that I was thinking, like, why are you wearing this shirt, bro? It's probably old. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It was a dried blood stain of some, <laughs> some, I don't even want to guess what it was. Either way, he's out there flipping a tire. Natalie comes out, and I just love Mike explaining how to do the workout to Natalie. Like he didn't just watch a YouTube tutorial on it. <laughs> but I also love that he, he is like, oh, there's a little tire for you. I can freaking pick up that tire in one hand. Right. Natalie is in a way better shape than Mike is. Maybe. Come on. But Natalie, she always talks about she's healthy. She loves working out. Her workout style wasn't impressive. It looked like she did it for the first time. Probably did. But same with Mike. I don't think that's a normal workout for them. It's just to go flip track. Not just tires. that, but then when she was stretching and stuff, oh, yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like literally, yeah. what are you doing? You're going to pull a muscle stretching. Usually you stretch so you don't pull a muscle. Yeah. It was a little backwards. But they're they're acting cordial to each other, which is good for the time being because Mike is still pissed. About how Natalie acted, ditching him in Seattle. Which I I can see why. I, I would oh, be really pissed at you. Completely. Really pissed at you. Completely. And Natalie can sense it. And she goes, you look sad. What's going on? Why do you look so sad? And Mike says, well, you left me high and dry in Seattle. So you I'm took a little, the car. I'm a little upset about how you stole mm-hmm. the car and went to your surgery and ghosted me. Didn't tell me what was going on. Little upset about that. I was trying to be cool, trying to be a good husband and not bring it up to you while you're in recovery. But if you want to go, let's go. And so Natalie's like, well, I just wanted to focus on my surgery. I didn't want to fight. That's why I took the car. I didn't want to have any confrontation. I knew we weren't in the best place. So I just took the car so we wouldn't fight. 
she, she, like, you didn't see it coming, what? Natalie? You, you, you didn't think stealing the car was going to cause a fight? And Mike said, well, maybe you should have picked me up in the morning, right? Yeah. And Natalie goes like, well, I didn't want to fight. Oh, okay. You really thought that one through. But right? she really was just wanted to focus on the operation, <sighs> operation of her nose. Uh-huh. So she wanted to focus on herself. And she doesn't, she doesn't see that how, why Mike is upset. <sighs> and that's like, really? You don't see how someone could get upset for, you basically left him. She's to too the car. Very, She's very too selfish. selfish. She's, all she thinks about is herself. Very self and even absorbed. In the, even in the sense of I don't want to fight, that sounds like that sounds like you're thinking about the other person too. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want us to get into a fight. No, she was saying I don't want yeah. to fight. I want to focus on me. I don't want to fight right now. It's complete selfishness. Yeah. And because she said I don't regret uh, communicating with Michael at all because it was my surgery. Yeah. <sighs> Marriage. It, am I right? I mean, it was. She was the one under the whatever it was. It was her surgery, but she doesn't regret like not even telling him because it was her surgery. Right. Like, dude. Such a good partnership. Dude. Such a good partnership. Yeah. I mean, that's it, really. Mike storms off. He gets upset. He walks away. And Natalie it doesn't feel like they yeah. are at a point that they can move forward and fix this relationship. Like, I don't think there was an episode on this season that they would not fight. Mm-mm. Like literally they fight all the time. I know. It's always it's, something's wrong. It's getting old. It's getting old. Well, I, I'm still here for it. I'm, I'm totally still here, here for, for it. it. Give us an update on the rat. Like, how's the rat doing? At least tell us that. Well, we saw the beautiful swell dog they it's have. It's a beautiful dog. They've had that for a while. But really? Yeah, tell us how the rat's doing. I'm curious about the rat. Maybe the dog ate the Maybe rat. Maybe the dog did eat the rat. Maybe or, Bojangles. Or, Maybe Bojangles ate the rat. We don't know. We don't know what that rat's up to, but tell us, because there's nothing going on here. Yeah, tell us. Tell us. So that's Mike and Natalie. No Brandon and Julia, unfortunately, because they bring the drama. Next time they'll be on. It seems like it from the previews. I want a bit of Ron and Betty action, but uh, yeah, that's it. That's the episode. I loved it. I thought oh, it, it was, was good. It was I good. thought it was a good episode. I think we probably have. Two to three more before the tell-all. Mm-hmm. So I think this is good. I don't think we're going to have sleepers from now on. There's no time left. They're just going to keep hitting us with the good stuff, with the entertainment. I hope so. They right? better. They episode better. After episode after episode, then a tell-all or two, and that's it. We got Darcy and Stacy coming, mm-hmm. so look out for that. The best way to know that you're going to hear the podcast is to follow the podcast. And you should, you can follow the podcast wherever you're listening right now. If you're on Apple Podcasts, well, that's the plus sign icon at the top right of the screen. All you have to do is smash that follow button. Guys, yeah, smash it like it's on fire. So glad you didn't say what was on fire. <gasps> also, <laughs> make sure you follow us on Instagram. That's at 90 Day Crazy and Love. That's where the lives are happening. The lives, the memes, the communications Unlike Natalie and Mike, we talk to you guys. We have great communication. We communicate with you guys. With you guys. Maybe you guys would disagree. We think we have great communication with you guys. Um, but back to the lives, that's where the Sunday Night Lives happen. It's the only place they happen. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to find them on YouTube. You're not going to find them in your email. You're not even going to find them on Instagram after they happen. They're only happening live on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy in Love. So follow us there and join the live. 
And lastly, thank you for the reviews. Thank you, Gen T. Beautiful review. Five-star review. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Be like Gen T if you can, if you have not been. And leave us a review if you have a minute. It doesn't have to be tonight or tomorrow or the next day. But but it could. It could be. (laughs) Whenever you find yourself with nothing else to do, if you want to leave us a review, we would love that. So thank you. I know you have said it all. You said more than enough. Yes. Okay. I have said it all. And so that is it. That is all for now. I think that is all for now. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.